whiskey. Welcome to the Whiskey Underground. Everybody and welcome to the BSEA Whiskey Underground. We're here tonight in the secret speakeasy to relax and enjoy one of the finest man-made creations on earth, whiskey. Brant. What's happening? Always here, always a good time. I cannot wait to try, well, to, well, to, to taste something new, something something I've had before a lot, uh, quite a bit, and to taste something virgin for the first time ever. Uh, Never had this one before. Really? I would say Never. I've had I've had both of these. One um, interested to retry because it's been quite some time. I think it's one that I over overlook often. It's one that I had in my early days of whiskey drinking. It's kind of a gate a gateway. It's one that's super familiar to probably most people out there uh, that drink. drink whiskey. I, I would say I would say yeah. It's it's definitely that starter whiskey that that you kind of you, you, most people cut their cut their teeth on yeah and uh i feel like this is like my, my my travel or airplane you know because i feel like this is available yes. this is available on yes like every <laughs> single fucking airplane or and this honestly it, this bottle i will say is to me the equivalent in its category it's the equivalent of uh like it's jacked if you have Whiskey, you have Jack Daniels, you have Absolute Vodka, now you have Tito's, you have Jameson, you have Malibu, you have, you know, those things that if you have a category, this is a bottle that is on a back bar in that category. Yeah, I, I definitely say that's that's a good, uh, a good description of it. Um, so as you know, as everyone knows, we are continuing with our... Uh, bottom Shelf Matters series. Uh, we are going to be doing that all year long. I know we've t- taken a little bit of a hiatus, but, you know, life gets in the way of uh, <laughs> our extracurricular activities sometimes, and it's totally cool. We're still here. The page is always there. We always want to see what you're drinking. So, But tonight, we are going to try... Uh, we did some Bottom Shelf bourbons last time. Well, we did, a, we did a bourbon, and we did a Kentucky whiskey that used to be bourbon. Uh, tonight we're going to go back to the motherland and we're going to do some scotch whiskey. One, again, price point was $35. Yep. had to be under $35. One is a blended scotch whiskey. So it's not single malt. It's different grains blended from the same, um, same distillery, uh, different, uh, different yields, different grains. Uh, so this one has, we do know from the back of it, it has handcrafted from up to 40 single malt grain, single malt and grain whiskeys. So John J. Dewar's and Sons blended scotch whiskey, 12 years old, 
That's what we're tasting. Along with Deanston Highland Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. But this one is the Virgin Oak. We'll talk about what that means when we get to the whiskey. But uh, very excited to try this. I've never had Virgin Oak. I've, I've had it, but it's been quite a while. So happy to revisit that uh, as well as, as, the, uh, as the Doers 12 year. Yeah. Should be, it should be interesting. So let's, let's talk a little bit about Doers real quick. Um, this is a long established brand, 1846. They've been around for quite some time. This is one of the very first, uh, the very first kind of like mass marketed, mass produced whiskeys in Scotland. So when like in the early, I would say early 20th century, like mid, maybe like 1930, 1940, John J. Dewar's really decided to go out and mass market his whiskey to the, you know, to the masses as, as essentially as anyone can drink this. It's not just for the upper crust. And, um, it was kind of like thrust into the, uh, to the United States that way. So, uh, Dewar's White Label is actually the most popular scotch in America by, by barrel, by sell, by selling. I believe it. Over, I, I mean, I wouldn't have believed over that Johnny because Wa- Johnny Black. Yeah, but say over Johnny Walker. O- over Johnny Walker Black. It's a price, it's got to be a price I, point though. Yeah, because Johnny Walker Black is about $45. This is, uh, Dewar's White Label is like 19 And I just looked, like, you can get that online for $31, 12 year. 12 year, yeah, 31 bucks. This, <clears throat> this, I think we paid, we paid about twenty four ninety nine for Dewar's 12. That's crazy. Um, for a it is crazy. 12 year age statement. An age statement whiskey. Yeah, I know it's blended and it's got Does single it, malt and single but I mean, grain. But Scotland still follows the, the laws of age statement. Like the, the minimum year, the yeah, minimum age yeah. any whiskey is, and there's 40 different whiskeys in this bottle, has to be 12 years old. That's pretty impressive stuff. And the fact that they still make that blended age statement whiskey today is amazing because the trend is to get rid of the age statement on it because it's too expensive um so let's let go ahead and pour this Brent, go ahead and pour yours while we talk a little bit more yeah about it. and i was just looking i mean i'm not super familiar because like we always talk about scotches is not my probably first second or third love um but just looking at the the website kind of gathering some info like they make I mean, they got up to 32 year old Mm-hmm. Age statement. Oh, yeah, they make 12, some 15, stuff. 18, 19, 25, 21, 27, 30, 32. So they've got some old don't, old stuff. Don't sleep on doers. Don't sleep on doers. They, they make some good stuff. So um, about this, it is a blend of single malt and single grain whiskeys. Interestingly enough, a little bit of handcraftiness. This is double aged in both oak and sherry barrels. So... This not only gets a start in the regular bourbon, ex-bourbon oak barrel, it also gets a finish in a nice sherry barrel, which gives it a good you know, spiciness. Most of the grain, most of the um, whiskey comes from the Aberfeldy distilleries. Uh, Aberfeldy 12, I don't know if we've reviewed that. I have a bottle of that. It's pretty, it's pretty darn good. Um, but, uh, but yeah, this is their, this is their standard 12-year-old. Uh, they're kind of, you know, every, baseline every day, yeah. whiskey of their of their class. Yeah, there could be. It, I would, we'll find, we'll we'll make that determination. So, but I think it could be an everyday drink. So white label is the only thing below, and yeah, it's white it's just a non, no, a no statement. statement. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's like Johnny Red. 
But honestly, if you give me a choice between Johnny Red and Dewar's White Label, I will 100% pick Dewar's White Label every time. It's, it's far better. Yeah, I will... Um I won't say names in case someone out there in this world knows this person, but one of, I did a Christmas party a couple years back for one of like the three billionaires in Louisiana um, at, the, mm -hmm. at this dude's house. It was this crazy catered Christmas party and they hired me to do a, uh, a scotch blending with Edrington. So I had Maca I had the Edrington rep for the state there, but I had McAllen, uh, uh, Highland Park, Peated, Naked Grouse, uh, Glen Roth, Glen Roth, um, and then maybe like McAllen Double Cask or something. And we were blending, you know, like the Peated and the Highland and this, and you could like taste them. And then they had these flask made where you could take home your own Scotch blend from the party. And the freaking guy that was hosting the party made us have a bottle of Dewar's White Label behind this place. So when he walked up, we literally poured him. I'm talking about a rocks glass to the brim, full of full <laughs> of full of rocks, and then full of Dewar's White Label. And this is what this guy guy drank: a cup of ice, yeah. a cup of ice filled with Dewar's White White Label. And I'm like, you are a billionaire. <laughs> this is what this is your go-to. But I mean, hey, I, you know. Each his own, right? Yeah, if that's, drink, what, drink what you drink like. Drink what you, you like. Know? Yeah, anyway, pretty crazy. So, Dewar's 12 on the color. Um, I'm looking at our whiskey magazine. We've kind of been using this that this year. Um, our little 0 to 2.0 color scale. Oh, what site was that? I would it's, it's so check, uh, check the Facebook message. It's the last thing I attached to on the Facebook message. So yeah, the so our we've been using this whiskey magazine, uh, zero to two point color scale. I would call this um, a point, maybe point six, like old gold or yellow gold. Point six, point five. And I don't know. It might. I mean, I don't know if it's bordered on the deep gold maybe maybe it does now uh what is that i, don't know, I, I gotta kind of have like a white i need a, a good clean next thing yeah. i need to do is get a white sheet of sh white sheet of computer paper to keep as like a, a um back. like a backing yeah game. let's see it's, it's kind of hard with now the white yeah um, now you got me intrigued on because when i, I hold it up to my computer i feel like it's unfair because the <laughs> the light the screen yeah I don't know. I would say I would say yellow gold or old gold. 0.5.6. It's pretty light. I agree that it probably doesn't teeter into amber. No. No, not quite. I'm going to say old gold. I'm saying point orangey enough. I'm saying 0. 0.6. 0. 0.6, yeah. That's a good one. 0. 0.6 old gold. Good nose. Really fresh. Caramel. Some oh, citrusy definitely. notes. Definitely caramel, citrusy. Yeah. Man, this has got kind of a... Uh, this kind of remembers... <coughs> well, say it reminds me of... Um, that green apple Glenfiddich, but it's kind of more... Yeah. But I don't know, it's kind of almost it's more, more like, like red apple, maybe. Like, it's kind of got apple, yeah, red but apple. not as... Not as... 
it's not like the bright grassy notes that I got off that. That one had a, had a lot of like fresh fruit grassy that, notes. This one is yeah. more like deep caramel, some like cherry notes, a little bit of cherries. Like Luxardo, like it smells like a little bit like the Luxardo cherries. I can I can get that. And maybe that's from the the finishing the cherry cast. I wonder how long they finish it. They don't say how long they finish it for. But. I mean, it says it's called double aged, right? Or it says double aged. Yeah, or? it is double aged. Yeah. It's twelve years in total. So my guess is it's probably my guess is they probably get the twelve year old juice, blend it. And then, and then put it in a sherry finish barrel. Or they're all sherry finish barrels that come to them and they blend the taste together. It's got a good nose. I really enjoy this. It does. I mean, the nose, the nose is flavorful for sure. It's kind of got some of that, I think, I kind of the juicy fruit you're talking about, the, you know, the Luxardo cherry, maybe some red, red apple <coughs> in there. Um, like flambéed like orange, other, yeah. orange peel. Like you know when some bartenders will like flambé the orange peel that they put mm -hmm. in old fashioned. Kind of has that like. But man, it kind of almost has that old fashioned. Kind of almost has that orange bitters. Yeah. Like bitters and orange. What is the name for an old fashioned made with scotch? Is that no? That's a Manhattan made with scotch. That's a Rob Roy, I think. Yeah. Right? yeah. I guess you could make an old fashioned. I've never made an old fashioned with scotch, but this would do. There's something like really There's well. something that's that's a John. Is it like something that has a? It's like a John. Oh, that's a John Collins. I'm thinking of, but that's not it. Let's see, old fashioned with scotch. Watch, well, it's gonna kick back. Scotch old fashioned. <laughs> it's called a Scotch old fashioned. It's called a Scotch Old Fashioned. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it is. Exactly. Johnny Walker has a recipe for it. They use Red Label. I would not suggest that. Mm. No smoke. No smoke. No. Clean, clean, clean. Very clean. I enjoy I enjoy the nose in this one. It's very good. Really good. Not, not at all, like, pungent in your face. And I know it's only a 40% or, yeah, 40% 80 proof. It doesn't have a tremendous amount of ethanol to it. It's got a good, I mean, fresh. You know what? This could almost be a a candle. It's like very aromatic. Yeah. It's very like aromatic, but it's not. Doesn't have the ethanol in your face. Like I could literally just light this and smell this in the air. God, give give me a candle made of this. Yeah. Call it the magical sensor. Places. <laughs> hey. Let me give you a bottle of Dewar's. Make a candle out of that. They got somebody. Right, they got somebody with a wicked like. Oh, dude. A wicked so, palate or just amazing science skills. As most as most people know, I stayed down at the Contemporary uh, last month, and we <coughs> bought one of those candles for the Contemporary. Just you know, kind of wanted to wanted to get the vibe going, get the vacation started early. We do that every trip. Out of the room every time, and I'm like. They really did nail that. They nailed that scent. We do it every every trip when we stay we stay swimming. So you you sit. I saw you had the H two O. So I bought the H two O. Now that lives in my bathroom because I have some of the H two O. That's in our bathroom. H two O product. But we're staying Naturally. we're staying Caribbean Beach first time. So we mm -hmm. bought Caribbean Beach. My brother's staying at um, Destino Tower. So we bought Destino Tower, and then they came out with. Uh, 
Tiki Terrace, not Polynesia, but mm-hmm. actual Tiki Terrace. Right. So we have Polynesian candle. We're staying split stay, Caribbean and then Polynesian. Um, so we got Tiki. So that's and that's literally leading up to like the week of the trip. It's just since twenty four seven. Like get yep. the get, get it kickstarted. Right. Yeah. Yeah, get your mind right. What was crazy, and you say that, and, and, and I've experienced that before, too. We Before we went on our first Disney cruise, January 2020, pre-COVID, PC, uh, I got a... Ca- just, just pre-COVID. Just pre-COVID. Um, I got a, a Castaway, um, it was just called Castaway Club or something, Cand- yeah. Candle, and we literally got dropped off by the shuttle before... Have you done a Disney cruise? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So before we went into the building, there's an exterior bathroom that like faces the parking lot, men's and women's bathroom. Open the door to the men's bathroom, and I was like, "Holy crap!" The Senate, like it was already, <laughs> it was like in the bathroom. I hadn't even got into the building yet, and boom, there was there was the scent. See, we could smell the scent in the hallways of the cruise ship. Oh yeah, like they they pipe that shit in. Yeah, that's crazy, huh? Yeah. All right. So very good nose. Um, let's let's go ahead and drink this. Yeah. Enough talking. Yeah, let's drink yeah. it. Cheers. Cheers. All right. That is ridiculously smooth. I was about to say, dude, that is smooth. That's so clean. I will tell you, it um, has got. So I'm, I'm skipping forward because it's prominent, but it has got the most like caramel, chocolatey mouthfeel finish. Like just little bit of oil on on your on your um, your palate. The finish is super prominent to me. But anyway, I jumped I jumped way ahead. But that was the first no, the first thing that no, just was you, like boom in my face was man that first sip. That's sip one finish. Not even like. Yeah, we haven't Awaken, even really gotten yeah. to warm. Yeah, warm up the palate. Honestly, you, you hit the nail on the head. It is unbelievably smooth, rich caramel, chocolate malt, um, and some. And, and he, there is a little bit of not smoke, but kind of, it, there does feel just a tiny, tiny hint of smoke on this to let you know it's scotch. Um. Nice and chocolatey. I really enjoy this one. Not like overly chocolate, but there's a good, just a tiny, tiny hint of it that, that brightens everything up. Yeah. Yeah, it's smooth and long. So, but the, the, um, and the, it, the, the, the palate is very buttery. Like, not too oily, but very buttery, like savory buttery. So, it, it is obviously. It's obviously malted, malted barley. I mean, malted barley. You mm-hmm. know, you can tell. Hey, this is a, this is a scotch. But man, it is so. This is where you. This is it's where you'd sell somebody, sell somebody on blending is not a bad thing because what they did yeah. with this, it has. Like I said it has malted barley, but I, I would be like, man, is the was the barley soaked in chocolate and caramel and honey and yeah. and it just has that. It's crazy too. Everything about the nose, totally different palate, right? I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not getting any crisp fruit on the, the palate. Everything is dark. No, everything's no. dark and deep and rich 
on the. I don't get any of the cherry notes. Um, I don't like. I don't get too much of the orange. I think there's a tiny, tiny hint of citrus, but it's not. It's not like some other scotches where you get like a rich lemony citrus feel or orange feel on the on the mouth. Like, the more I do the Kentucky Chew on this one, the more that milk chocolate really does stand out. And that kind of, like, caramel, not sea salt, but caramel-like chocolates. Like, it honestly tastes like a, uh, one of those, what were those, Rolos. I think they were Rolos, the, the one with the caramel center and then chocolate on the outside, milk chocolate on the outside. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I get a little bit of a little bit of spice maybe on the back of the, yeah. the palate or, or I finish, think that's but. that's more like the charred oak. Like that that honestly tastes more oaky than smoke. Yeah. I agree with that. Definitely no smoke. Yeah, no. Moving I mean, moving to the finish, the finish is definitely short. It's not very long. Um, it doesn't it doesn't stick around and but it is it is kind of there, but doesn't like linger like real oily scotches do. So I'll disagree and agree because I will say that I feel like the finish is long, but the more I revisit it, maybe it is impactful, but not long. Yeah. The finish is definitely impactful. You get a nice charred oak. Uh, taste right up front and it stays with you and then it dissipates but not but, but again not not short I, I don't mean to call it short because it's really not like short finishes are like what was that one we had yeah. last month the uh, um, the Kentucky whiskey early times early times early times yeah yeah very early times very was quick short. Yep. it was out the door yep. this is I would say it's medium it's not long it does stay with you actually the more I talk so medium finish is what I'm going to say. Yeah, I mean, and it's to me it's that that chocolate malt sweetness. It has has just enough oak, has just enough sweetness, just enough of the linger, mm. kind of against the grain of what a 12 year Scotch has been in my past history of drinking 12-year age statement scotches. Yeah, and, and like... And I, the crazy thing is, I'm not going to say that this is like, it's it's only 80 proof, but it's not, it doesn't taste watered down, it just tastes very rich and bold, and I mean, it's, it's got citrus nose, it's, I mean, it's kind of yeah, for, I, pretty damn for, impressive, like, pretty impressive depth of flavor. Yeah, I mean, for 40, for 40%, 80 proof, this is, it's impactful. I mean, it's not, it, it's not like, it's not the greatest scotch in the world. And it's not going to be. I mean, it's not going to, you know, it's not going to match up with like Macallan 18 or anything like that. But this is one that, honestly, if you, if you're not, if you're kind of on the fence about scotch, if you're a straight bourbon drinker, you don't drink scotch, but you've kind of wanted to get into it. This is, I think, where you start, and we talked about it. This is the airplane scotch we've, like, when when 
spring, when you and I go on a trip, it's always got to have a drink on the plane. Yeah. Because you want, I mean, you want to feel like, hey, it's happy hour. I'm not flying. Yeah. You know, yeah. treat yourself. Yeah, no doubt. I'm not flying. I'm I probably mean, not driving when I get when I get where I'm getting, yeah. you know. And uh, I, yeah, I like to feel like, you know, that's when vacation starts, and a good scotch, uh, you know, good scotch or good bourbon on a plane just takes you back to a bygone era when airplane travel was dignified and I'll also and civilized. feel like 50, 50, 50 shot. You're you're getting a free cocktail because the. Flight attendant doesn't feel like fucking dealing with ringing up the credit card or whatever. This the, is true. Whatever the case may. This is true. May be. If you order, if you order confidently, yeah. Nine times out of ten, and, and here, I have two tips for you, for for airline travel. Order confidently and dress nice. If you go on the plane in your sweatsuits and your your yeah, feel a track jacket or a hoodie. Nine times out of ten. That lady is going to say, yeah, give me a card. You're going to have to pay for that cocktail. And I'm not saying you need to dress in a three-piece suit. I mean, I have. And the two times that I've dressed in a suit, worn a suit on the plane, always a free cocktail. Always. But when I go on a plane, I dress in a nice polo shirt, uh, slacks of some sort, you know, chinos, um, nice shoes. Because I want to feel like I want... To walk on that plane, and I want the flight attendants to be like, "This is a guy I'm not going to have to look after." Right. So I'm going to treat right. him nice when I when when I get around to it. Right. Yeah. You're not trouble. I'm yeah. not trouble. I'm not going to have to. Never going to be. I'm not going to duct tape you to the seat. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so if you do those, if you do those things, there's a good chance that she's going to when when you ask for your uh, Doers Twelve and a, and a glass of rocks, she's going to say. Don't worry about it, and just pass it off to you, and keep walking. Or you can just order, they do the- order a drink every time she fucking walks past the aisle. Aggravate the piss out of her, and she just be like, "Fuck, just I'm just gonna give you." I yeah. don't feel like fucking ringing this up. No, that, that's a terrible idea. She's gonna she's gonna <laughs> ignore she's gonna ignore you and never give you a drink. Yeah. Or, or he or he because or he. Yeah, order confidently because then they know you're serious. They know you're not just there to get drunk. Uh, if you do it dignified. They're going to treat you right. You're going to treat them right. Absolutely. So th- this is definitely one I've ordered many times on the plane. Uh, when I see it, it, it's usually the only scotch on the plane. Uh, so I, I say go for it. If you, if you see a bottle of this, definitely pick it up. Very good. So you want to give a number on this or you want to wait until the, the Deanston? Uh, well, I mean, the Deanston here. I feel like it's been a minute. I don't know if I need <clears throat> Deanston for reference, but... Um, All right, give me your number on this one. I mean, I feel... I feel like 86. And, I mean, once again, scotch, so it doesn't, like, get the blow-me-away score, but, I mean, I feel like it's in the higher range of of a B. That's probably like it probably could be eighty seven, but maybe six eighty seven is kind of where, um, where I think it's at. I enjoy drinking it. I would drink it, drink it again. Not a bad, not a bad bottle. Yeah, that's a very good score. I mean, I, I was gonna give it an eighty four, and only because that's to me that's a 
don't sleep, you know, that's a really good bottle. Don't sleep on it. Don't pass it up. Um, keep it, keep it pretty stocked. If, if you need, if you need to have something that you can always go to, that's going to be your daily drinker, like Macallan 10 used to be mine when it was readily available, $35, always on the shelf. I mean, they've since discontinued it. Actually, I would, I don't have one down here. It's upstairs. Um, I think this is comparable to how Macallan 10 tastes like to me. Macallan 10, Dewar's 12, highly recommended. I would give it an 84. Love this bottle. Keep it on the shelf. Don't don't pass on it. Don't don't disagree. No, and also also really good on um, if like if you do like ice, this is a great. Throw some rocks in there, pour some out, and drink it on a hot summer day. All right, let's Boom. try. And by the way, water doesn't do anything detrimental to it. I just put some water in there. Doesn't bring out any flavors. Doesn't really change the palate too much. It's kind of the same. Brings out so maybe not, a little. So more not exciting. Not exciting. Nothing. Nothing you need to do to it. But again, that's why it's kind of it's kind of brilliant because you can add ice to this and it's not going to affect the palate and water it down too much. And like. Deaden it. Yeah, still good, but I would prefer it neat. Brant, the next one we're going to taste is a new one for me. Never had this before. You have, like you said earlier, it's Deanston Virgin Oak. Now, this is a no-age statement, um, 92.6% ABV. So tell me a little bit about this thing, because you suggested this to me. You said, I think you need to try it. It's pretty good. And I bought it, and I've just been waiting for this day. <laughs> Literally, we're fresh cracking this. Yeah, I mean, so Deanson's kind of crazy. It's a, it, it's a brand that I I uh, once represented, but don't any, any longer. And um, I only really had one account that would just crush this, this, this brand. And... Uh, it was this is one of the ones that sold really well and, and the the shop clerk just was like, Man, there's a couple guys that just seek this shit out. It's kind of off the beaten path. No one really knows about this this brand. It's not one of the big you know, probably not one of the big top twenty scotches, no. you know, you know. Um, and I've had other, I've had <clears throat> other Deanson products. I've had Deanson fourteen, I've had Deanson twelve, I've had Deanson twenty. Uh, but never the Virgin Oak, and it is a good brand. It's a very underrated brand, so much that the price on this is what, like thirty? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, mid thirty-two or thirty-three yeah. dollars. Low, thir- yeah, mid low thirties. So, I mean, this particular one is kind of the is the entry point. I think this is mm-hmm. their only non-age statement. I think so. I think you're um, right. that they're they're producing. So this is kind of where the range starts but what's what's kind of cool about it is it's where the range starts but it's not just a non-age statement version of their regular whiskey it's it's even different than the the 12 year right it's 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 different so the virgin the virgin oak part is what makes it different and it's almost um bass backwards from the normal finishing process of most things when you think about bourbon finished in Sherry or bourbon finished in rum cask or bourbon finished in port cask. This is like literally 
the opposite uh, the opposite process. Um, right. Of this. Bur- bourbon starts in a new wood charred American oak cask. So basically, they create an, for every bourbon, they create a brand new cask, toast it, char it, and then fill it. Correct. And nothing can be reused in bourbon in, in order for it to be a bourbon. It cannot be reused in a, in a the first fill cannot go into a reused cask. Correct. But then b- bourbon will finish in other things: port, Madeira, wine. Uh, I mean rum, sherry, rum, cherry. Rum. Yeah. Yeah. Any yeah. any cask can be used for finishing and still be called bourbon. Now, Scotch almost always starts in an X fill. Barrel, whether it's sherry, bourbon, Madeira, port, grappas, uh, we've seen everything from um, Sauterne cask to cognac now, but never is it usually in a new charred American virgin cask. So basically, virgin means nothing's been in that barrel before. What else is you'll, very you'll see, crazy though is its price point. So I mean, that's the reason why a lot of bourbons hold higher. Higher price point. I mean, that barrel is a tremendous amount of the cost. Yeah. Of the, you know, that new barrel is a tremendous amount of the cost. I mean, it, it may cost. I'm just spitballing. I don't know. It may cost 250 bucks to produce to produce the barrel, and then use. You know, a used one may only be 50 bucks. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, or 100, yeah. 100 bucks, half the, half the price. But the price of, uh, the price of the bourbon, is influenced by that first use. Never. Not you know, not used brand new barrel. So it's interesting that that is used in a entry, uh, an entry yeah. scotch. And, and and this is the only scotch that I've ever seen that goes into a new Amer- or new barrel. Like you see first fill on the on the bottle. That what that means is the first fill of a used barrel is in this whiskey. So say it's a first fill sherry cask. Meaning, the the barrel came from a sherry place. Yeah. Come to it comes to the distillery, and then the first thing that goes in is this whiskey. This is basically scotch into a bourbon barrel, not an ex bourbon barrel, but a bourbon ready barrel. So and does it? But I is it, why, is there details on what the barrel? I mean, is it? A, does it say anything about being an American oak? It is American uh, oak. It's okay, so uh, it is. Yeah, it's, it's American oak because on my bottle it does say. Um, American oak barrel. Because uh, it's also got some like notes on the back of it. Or just their, their tasting notes. Um, so it, it's an interesting way to finish whiskey. And I think that's why, again, no age statements. We know this is pretty young. But it's got a dark color. I mean, the color on this one, I would almost get into that amber. I mean, that's like the same 12-year, maybe a little, actually, no, it's like a little bit darker than the Dooner's 12 we, we just tasted. I think this is where you get into that amber, almost deep gold. Alright, mine is going to have to get dumped and then <laughs> i got a hair in my glass. Oh boy! I have a new. Jeeves gla- is not doing his job. I have a new. I have a different glass of, but I, I know I'm gonna get drunk and fucking drink this. Hey, give me two seconds. I'm gonna get. I'll get a buzz and pound this at the end of the night.
Yeah, I could see my, I could see myself putting it aside and coming back to it at the end of the night and just going. Whoa. Yeah. Well, I was getting well, ready to not... comment. I was getting ready to comment about it because when I looked through the glass for the color, there was a lot of uh, this glass had a lot of sediment, um, and I thought it was it, you know it was was bottle sediment because um, mm-hmm. it's un you know non-chill filtered. But now I'm, oh yeah, I'm, that's right. This so this one's a non-chill filtered, non-colored. Uh, I'm no just color really added. Con- really concerned to have a glass with a lot of hair in it. Well, it's not your hair. No, definitely not. Um, it's a it's a much darker color, at least to me. Where's the doer's bottle? Let's try this again. Where's the doer's bottle? Yeah, so you can kind of see the. See the color in the bottle. So, I mean, I still do see a little sediment in this. <coughs> yeah, there is some. There is some because it is, it is unfiltered. Um, dark gold. Or deep gold. Point seven, maybe. Amber. I would say amber. I would say it's, it's no more than one point up from... Yeah. The other, yeah, but this is a much younger whiskey. I mean, this I from what I it's like what what, no more than six years, so it's pretty young. Um, And the only the only way we know it's at least four years is because it has the label single malt Scotch whiskey, which in order to be a single malt Scotch whiskey. Probably four to eight is their max. Um, all right, let's get the nose on this thing. Interesting. Yes. This is that kind of super bar, super barley. Yeah. Green apple or, or like hayfield, like really. Very earthy. Like dirt. And earth and malt. Yeah. Mm. This is waxy, nutty too. It's got a lot of stuff yeah. going on. But... And it's man, what was the proof? I mean, this is kind of a little bit more. Six. It's more a ethanol. Lot more. A lot more. Ethanol. A lot more than you normally see. You know, normally scotch is bottled around like young scotch is going to be bottled around like forty-two to forty-three percent. This one's at 46.3. A good hmm. amount of like... Good amount of vanilla. And I'm assuming that's from the... Uh, from the from the new charred American oak. Yeah, there is... There is a good nuttiness to this. Like waxy... Walnuts or... Like, Hazelnuts. D's nuts. D's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> this is pretty good. This is nice. This is like fall in a glass. It is. Dude, you said that. And I was just kind of like, 
This is kind of fall. It kind of has. And what's the? It ain't pumpkin spice, but it's got. It's got. Oh, uh, uh, no, I mean, um, ah, oh, fuck. Like nutmeg, maybe. Uh, yeah, clove. clove, clove and nutmeg. Yeah, this is very fall oriented. White girls would love this. Well, they they, they <laughs> would love the smell of it. Basic white, white bitch whiskey. Yeah. This is this is basic white girl whiskey. I wonder if my wife would like this. She, but here's the th- here's the funny thing, my wife only likes the heavily peated Isla Scotch. Mind blowing to me. I know. Like I tried to give her like Macallan 18, and she she didn't like it. <laughs> I'm like okay, but give her Lagavulin 16, and she's all in for that. Lafroy Glore <clears throat> is her favorite. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, Very good. So I I just read this. You know, which sometimes you read and it manifests into your brain. But mm-hmm. I read this and I smelled again. White chocolate. Smell again. Yeah. I don't know if it like manifested in my brain after I read it, but I was like, whoa, there's white chocolate. Yeah, you kind of get that like vanilla sugariness to it. That's probably a lot of the, 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 the new oak coming out of that one. <laughs> This has got a good amount of ethanol on this thing. It has got it, a very it, decent amount of ethanol. Like it bites your. It nose. is there, yeah. What does Deanston Man. say about this? Let's see. Sir Deanston. Open, open Deanston Virgin Oak to awaken aromas it's of heather uh, honey. Heather honey. Um. I. Yeah. Yes yeah. and no. I, I don't really get a lot of honeyness on this one. Vanilla green apples. Definitely not green apples. I don't smell any green apples. Sweet malt and spice. Yes, I, I totally agree with the sweet malt and spice, but not the not the, the green apples. I, I, I don't really get... On the nose? That's sort of like greens. lemon zest and sweet barley yeah. sugar. I don't know if I get that either. I don't, I don't see any of that. I get... I mean, I get earthy malt, which maybe that's the barley. Mm-hmm. Waxy nuts, clove, vanilla. And yeah, I definitely get some white chocolate on this thing. I don't get any fruitiness to it. I don't get any fruitiness. Or honey. I don't know why. I mean, the only thing honey about it is the color. We're, I said, said kind of... I said green apple, but I, I feel like it was more... I said green apple at first, and then I kind of pivoted. I'm like, no, it's more like a... Like fresh cut hay. Yeah, yeah, it's more earthy than fruit. Which those, yeah, which those don't sound like they could taste the same. But like I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the whiskey wheel, and to me this this stays in the malty and woody, the like the malty and woody area, like sweet vanilla, or you know malty cereal, chocolate nutty. Kind of like oatmeal-y, cooked wheat kind of thing. I don't know. I don't get any fruitiness to it. A little bit of, maybe a little bit of toffee. But it's more like the maltiness and the woodiness on this thing. 
think I agree. But good nose. Very good nose. I think I like just comparing the two. I like the doer's nose a little bit better. I think doers, the doer's nose was just very deep and, and complex. Yeah. Now, let's taste it because, I mean, <clears throat> I think that's what a lot added to the doers was that the nose and the, t and the palate and the finish were so three different, different. Yeah. pronounced. So here we go. All right. Mm. Okay, very woody. <laughs> I think this one translates nose to palate very well. I agree. Like a lot of those same notes, the earthy malt. I think it's, yeah, earthy malt, vanilla, that white chocolate kind of vanilla cream, mm -hmm. creamy, creaminess. The nutmeg and clove are very, very prevalent on the, on the palate. It is very rich. Like the, the, it is very waxy, very oily. Um, it's nice. It's very nice. Mm. You did chew it around a little bit, and you do get that like almost like a buttercream frosting. Like it does get a little sweeter, especially on the front of the palate. I can see that. Like, keep it on the front of your palate, and you get more of that, like, vanilla sweetness. It does have this crazy, crazy sweetness, but it, to me, that's the sweetness goes, like, <clears throat> across, it goes from that vanilla white chocolate to, like, this... I say fruity, but almost like, the, not fruity sweetness, but it's not a uh, sugar sweetness. Yeah. Yeah, it's not really overly sweet. Um, I'm trying to think like what I'm saying. Like it's not a, uh, it tastes sweet, but it doesn't taste like a, a dessert or a ch like it doesn't taste like a chocolate caramel. It doesn't taste like it's sweetness from sugar. It tastes like it's. And it's not, it's not, it's not fruity and, I don't know. I guess it's it is like, sugar. I mean, I guess it is sugar. Like, I mean, it, I guess you would say yeah. a banana, the sweetness from a banana comes from like sugar in the, the sugars yeah. in the banana. It, or, it's more like the wood sugars, like almost like. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Almost like a maple syrup sugary rather than a um, candied fruit sugary, like syrupy apples or anything like that. I, I don't know. I, d I don't really get a lot of... I don't really get any fruitiness to this. I get more vanilla and earthy spices. I, I really do have a lot more earthy notes to this. The wood notes are pretty prevalent. There's... Um, and it's kind of going to the finish. The finish has that, like, wood spice, vanilla spice, almost a tiny bit of cinnamon... 
and that's more of the oak, the new charred oak, that kind of gets in there. Do you kind of get some green wood in the finish? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely oaky. Um, I'm trying. I don't feel like. Look, this is a really good whiskey for the price point. I think this is a very, very good whiskey. I, I do really like it. I'm trying not to be mean to it because I feel like there's there's just something missing. So, yeah, the finish has got, I don't know, the finish kind of leaves me a little funk. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, look, it's not Sonoma wet sawdust. No. Oh Who wait, wait! In the abs- <laughs> absolute fuck, yeah. We went to we went to dinner at California Grill. No, and they had a Sonoma Old Fashioned, and we were looking at the bar menu, and I'm like, nope, <laughs> pass. Sonoma whiskey is at California Grill. Yeah, Sonoma whiskey Old Fashioned because they do stuff from California, so that's the right. only California right. distillery I know of. Uh, they had a Sonoma Old Fashioned, so it was an Old Fashioned made with Sonoma bourbon, and I'm like, no, bad. Good thing my friend wasn't a bourbon drinker. We both went for the, uh, we went for the Mai Tai, which is which is out fucking standing. At Cali Grill, yeah. <laughs> There's no California rum that I know of. No, no, but it's um, it's more of like the tiki bars down in Los Angeles in the in the 30s, 40s, 50s. Um, okay, so back to the Deanston. The finish is, it's it's long. The the wood notes stay with you quite a bit. It's a longer finish, I would say, than the um, than the doers. But it's it's just I don't know. It's very malty and woody. The the whole thing is so. I will yes, I will say this. Yes. The good thing about this you is na- that you nose it. nose translates to the palate, translates to the finish. <clears throat> yeah. It is it is kind of a roadmap throughout the entire thing. It does not jump from point to point. I agree. You said malt and wood, and that is like, mm-hmm. that is definitely prevalent. And, and I, uh, reading a review about this, uh, you know, kind of as, as I go along, and one of the things it says, and I agree with, is um, it doesn't say it as harshly as I'm about to say it, but this is a, a, a piss poor representation of, Entry, entry representation of this line because of how malty and how woody it is versus when you step into the 12 year and the 18 year and, and the higher which which mar- is finished you know. in sherry is as opposed to and right. no new oak so this um, is not a good gateway to Deanston this is far far yeah, fetched this is more of like an experiment that they did and I mean they've been doing it for two or three years now but it's I mean it's the lead off if you go to their website and you go to our range and you go to standard whiskey it's the first one yeah in a core range it's the first it's the first expression in the core range yeah and I I I think it's probably there because it's their uh, most inexpensive whiskey Right. So if, if you want to introduce someone to Deanston and say, hey, don't, you know, don't break the bank, here, try the Virgin Oak, I would say go to the Deanston 12. I think Deanston 12 is a lot better. It's more fruity. It more represents what Highland Scotch is. Now, not, not to say this isn't bad. It's just 
it's not representative of Highland Scotch. Like, if we're going to try and find a really good sub $35 bottle that represents what, you know, what Scotch whiskey should be and doing it for cheap, this isn't one I would go with. This is one I would give to someone who's a Scotch drinker and say, hey, try something fun. This one is different. This one they finish a new charred American oak. And you get more woody notes, and it's it's a very earthy feel, and I think you might like it. Um, it, it it's definitely different. Different, so, yes. Not not different isn't bad because I still think it's a good one, and I'm gonna give it an 81 because I think it's a solid bottle. Um, I do like the woodiness to it. This is again, this is something you drink from. September to you know through the through December, and you kind of like hang out around a campfire. This is a good campfire whiskey. Hang out around a campfire, drink some of this, and enjoy the woodiness. Good camping whiskey. There you go. That's that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, and also think it could be a decent cocktail. I mean, if you find the right right mm-hmm. thing because of what it you know what it lends, but it's I'll give it an I give it an eighty. Um, not as exciting second time around as I remember uh, this this being um, definitely 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 different um, do they have I wonder, if, I wonder if there's any no they don't have anything on their website I wonder if they have any cocktail recipes hmm yeah I don't see no they don't Because I yeah, feel like, like this would be a, like, this one would be really good in like a smoked old-fashioned. Like, you do, like, an applewood smoked old-fashioned, and I think it would lend nicely to... Something like that, the, yeah. The, the woodiness. It would add some fruitiness to it. So, all right. So, Brant, of the two, I think we both prefer the Dewar's 12. I think it's just yeah. a more well-balanced whiskey. If, if we'd have had this, that thought before we drank them, I'd have never gave Dewar's a nod, but, um, man. No, neither would I. It, you, you realize why it's been, you know, it's stuck around and, and been prominent for so long. It's just mm-hmm. a freaking easy drinking, good scotch. I mean, Dewar's 12, Dewar's White Label, and, I mean, man, I, now I'm kind of like, man, I'd love to get a vial of some of the higher-end stuff just to see what it's all about. We could, you know what? We could do that someday because I've, I, I mean, I see, I've had Doers 18 on my own back bar before, and it's very good. Like honestly, you you talk about like the Johnny Walker 18 and the Johnny Walker Platinum and Johnny Walker Blue. I, I will I will say I think Dean's or Doers 18 rivals Johnny Walker Blue for half the price. Hmm. Interesting. And I've got I've got. I can get both. I've got Johnny Walker Blue on my back bottle. I drink it a lot because it's my my good friend's favorite bottle of whiskey. He loves Johnny Walker Blue. So um, I've got a bottle. Maybe we'll have to do on uh, one a future show. We'll have to compare Doers 18 to Johnny Walker Blue and see what uh, see what's up. Because Brent, I think we haven't talked about it on air on the show to the people to the masses um, we, we've talked about it you and I about taking the show in a different direction 
where it's not all about the scotch or the whiskey or the bourbon and more so about the conversation that you and I have during drinking some whiskey because I think that's what we we would like to take this show into almost more of like a fireside chat with friends while having a cocktail having a drink because that's honestly what's best about whiskey and I think we kind of had this epiphany when Brent came to New Jersey and kind of hung out with me and we're sitting by the fire and just talking about everything really just life and out. yeah things things we both enjoy you know and I I, I think the um, and also I mean on my end for sure truth be told is I mean sometimes it's tough to nail down a, a, a calendar's worth of uh, you know whiskey yeah. and stuff it'd be so much easier to just say you know what are we Let's talking about tonight turn yeah. the mic on pour a drink and have you know have a conversation and then it opens the floor too for for ideas like what do you what are you guys into at the moment you know give you our opinions or, or you know maybe you can yeah. join join us and give us your opinion on whatever it is clothing watches cars gadgets ink pens shoes golf hunting I mean what you know whatever it, it may be at the you know yeah if, if you have like and realistically what, we, what we're kind of hoping for is you know if you have something you want to talk about if you want to you know you think that it's that something's really exciting to you like Brent and I love watches. I mean, we you, you obviously know if you've listened to the show for any period of time, both of us have some pretty nice watches because it's really the only set of jewelry that a man can wear. You know, we don't wear, you know, I, I have one ring. No, we don't wear fancy rings. We don't do earrings. We don't do necklaces. It's the way for a man to express himself through a watch. And I think, you know, we'd love to sit down and chat Watches, we've done it before with the James Bond series, but we'd love to sit down and chat some beautiful watches that we've seen, um, we've owned, we currently own, or stuff like that. And if there's anything that excites you, let, you know, let us know. We'll be glad, we'd be glad to sit down, host you on the chat, and to have a dram. It doesn't have to be the same dram. We don't all have to drink the same thing. We can all talk about what we're drinking for a little bit, and... And more so, just have a chat, have a chat among friends with with some whiskey, where we talk about it and, and learn more about um, not just whiskey, but other things in life. You know, because the the good thing about you know finding people like those in the BSEA are that we all appreciate the finer things in life. Obviously, we're here for good whiskey. That's definitely something that didn't come to me when I was 21. I mean. I think my first foray into whiskey was, oh God, it was probably just trying to find some sort of Jack Daniels to drink and not caring about what it tastes like. And it wasn't until, you know, 30, 31, 32 that I realized, man, I should really appreciate this because this is good stuff. Uh, I agree. It, it, it happened for me, it happened. It was kind of crazy. I think I didn't get into it till I moved. I moved away, away, away for the uh, the first time. I moved to Atlanta <clears throat> for a year, and I was like totally on my own. Moved to the city, no friends, no whatever. And it was just one of those things where I passed the store, and I was like, I'm gonna go try scotch. And I landed on McAllen Ten and a couple cigars that I had no clue what I was doing. And 
just so happened to be the right weather to sit outside and drink a glass of scotch and smoke a cigar, so, and I was like, holy crap. So it wasn't, so it wasn't summer in Atlanta. It was not summer in it. <laughs> it's not summer in Atlanta. Um, and it, it, uh, but it was kind of holy crap. This is um, almost put me at, at peace, you know, to be... It, to be honestly, look, it's always obviously better, I think, to enjoy uh, a dram and a cigar with friends. But uh, there's something about absolute blissful quietness with a glass of whiskey and you know, and a cigar. Um, either a time to yourself to get inside your head and think about all the things that have been you know driving you crazy, or, or time to get out of your head and get away from the things that have been driving you know driving you crazy um but yeah i mean i love it i i don't know i i haven't said this hasn't consumed my life uh whiskey and you know the the finer things but i don't know where i would be uh without being able to share glasses of whiskey with you know friends like you um near and near and far it's just a awesome part of my life and I love sharing it with everybody too on the you know on the page and want to get more involved and want to have more interaction and that's kind of what this uh, idea is right to maybe open this up for more conversation than just whiskey yeah I mean look we've all we've all succumbed to the uh, the fact that we don't need to be in the same room to enjoy whiskey um, you know we we realize that you know the good thing about COVID is we all got remote but at the same time it all it also can bring us closer together so we'd love to have some some chats with you guys we'd love to see what you're into and and talk about it and, and get your insight like you know i love lawn care brant you know w- <laughs> 10 years ago didn't think we'd be talking about some lawn care no. but all of a sudden it's like hey how do we get that grass real green what do you do you know i've got a i got a friend from law school who texts me out of the blue, he's like, hey man, I would love to just sit down with you on Zoom for 15 minutes and just figure out how to do it with my lawn because I'm getting into it. Just got a, uh, you know, I got a new house. It's got a big lawn. I'd love to just sit down and chat with you. And I, gladly, yeah, let's pour a drink, have a cigar. He's into cigars. I'll sit on the back porch and and uh, and chat lawn care with you. So we'd love to do more of that. You know, clothing, shoes. I love shoes. I mean, I just... I just snagged a steal on some Crockett and Jones chucka boots, which are more of a dress boot, actually, than a chucka boot. But I just snagged a, a steal. $700 pair of boots, $220. I love and, it. And I am, I, am on, I am on cloud nine for that. <laughs> because, you know, finer things in life, this is something that I can wear for 10, 15 years. And... Quite honestly, as long as I take care of it, pass that down to my son when he is 18 years old and ready to wear some, you know, dress shoes on a daily basis, or 20 years old when he's ready to ready to wear dress shoes on a daily basis, and he can have a pair of handcrafted English-made dress shoes that will last for decades. So, if you get, you know, we we'd love to get we're going to get through the bottom shelf matters, but in the meantime. Maybe you know, we'll start. We'll start course. pulling this. Yeah, we'll start doing this parallel to to the bottom shelf. You know, matters. Yeah, yeah. We'd love to hear from you, and if you've got any show ideas that you want to talk about, and you want to 
come on the show, have a dream with us. I know, uh, I know we have, we definitely have some members who are always down for a drink. So, uh, give us an idea of what you want to talk about. Give us your, you know, share your passion with us and we'll gladly just sit and, and chat with you and learn about it because, you know, your passion may not be our passion, but let me tell you something over a dram. We'll, we'll hear all about it. We'll talk to you all you want. And I think that's, that's, What's what's cool is kind of loosening up the reins, and I mean, look, we it was awesome to do, you know, season one about the 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 SEA that was kind of what started this whole you know whole journey, and doing the yeah. James the James Bond episodes and uh, you know different different seasons and different things that we were yeah, and then in playing. season two getting into like the the science behind the whiskey and learning more about yep. that and. And we've all gotten to that point, and now I think we really want to find out more about our, our people, our listeners, and, and learn about what makes you guys tick. You know, because obviously we all love whiskey. Some of you love cigars. Some of you love, um, you know, some of you love other things. You know, whether it's yeah, um, cars. Maybe cars. it's cars. Maybe it's bar- it's grilling. I know there's a ton of people out there. Oh yeah, you know, grilling. So I mean, you know, whatever it is, we we want to do an episode featuring. Uh, the things loved and look I mean uh, I'm to say this in the most PC way but I mean obviously the majority of our listeners are most likely most likely men and the most people in the group but I know there are some females out yeah, there we have, we have that's a few awesome female my, members yeah and my wife my wife being one of them but I mean it, it, a lot of times it's it's men centric topics and that's mm-hmm. kind of you know the gentleman's club vibe that it is women welcome but it's this kind of that yeah. you know that vibe so tell us what you're what you're into and honestly I'd love to hear what if there's ladies out there that want to say what they enjoy with their their whiskey if it's a hobby if it's a craft if it's whatever I would love to hear it and talk about about it as well look I mean if you want if if our female listeners want to come on and talk about what their hobbies are there look if they love shoes I'll gladly talk shoes with you all day I am <laughs> totally comfortable with talking about some Purse, Louboutins and all purses that purses hey, my, my wife you just talk fine leather I'll tell yep. you exactly how to care for that yep my, my wife just got her first nice fine leather leather purse and she's she's loving it it's like a like a second kid so <laughs> yeah yeah and they cost just as much <laughs> yeah yeah no not honestly not hardly not hardly as much but. no <laughs> no not hardly as much um all right so look as we go forward we definitely want to hear from you guys. Let us know what you want to talk about. Come on the show. You know, send us a send us a message. We'd love to have you on the show. We and again, we don't all have to have the same whiskey. It doesn't need to be a. What do you get on your on this whiskey? What do I get? Let's just drink some whiskey. Tell how much you enjoy it, and let's talk about your your passions, your hobbies, and let's enjoy some of the finer things in life. And we'll and Brent and I will will do the same. We'll do it on some short pours where we'll talk about. We'll, we'll kind of, you know, show you the ropes. We'll talk about some of the finer things in life that we've enjoyed. Um, I know I've got a fun episode coming up on something I just did down at Disney. I mean, we all love Disney, so you know, probably honestly, be a lot of dis- probably be a lot of Disney and drinking. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of Disney stuff. So if you if you enjoy, uh, you know, some time at Disney, shoot us up a, a message. We are we are definitely down to have a drink, talk Disney, and uh, talk shop. Absolutely. So, this has been a fun episode. Uh, season uh, three is 
it is going to be delayed. We did have a schedule up. We're, we're going to try to follow that as best as possible. Um, but we've got some fun episodes coming up. Uh, I know we've yeah. got uh, some scotches coming up, some bourbons coming up. I'm excited to try them. I know I'm really excited for December. We've, we've kind of talked about it. It's going to be our, speaking of Disney, it's going to be our tribute to Walt. I'm really excited for that just because I got back from Disney. Brant, you're going in like a month. Yep. And it's the 50th, and we're very excited for what's happening down at uh, down at the world. So, uh, like I said, if you wanna if you wanna come join us for a chat, come join us for a chat. We'll gladly host you. We can all Love figure it. it out. Yeah. That's what we that's what we spent the last year and a half doing figuring, figuring it out. Figuring it out. That's it. That's it. So day by day. Awesome. All right. So to recap, good whiskeys, very good scotches. Um, I mean, I'm looking at some of our past uh, uh, marks on this thing, and these both got up there pretty well. Uh, 86, 84, and 80, 81. These are these are pretty good scotches for under $35. Uh, Brand, if I you're would, I'm interested one, to see in, interested to see how these pan out. At, you know, towards the end of the season after we've we've had yeah. mul- multiple in this price range. Yeah. If you would choose one of these, what would you choose to stock on a regular basis? Because really, well, this, the whole point of this series is to find a regular stock of everyday drinkers that you're not going to break the bank on, that if you need something to go to, pull that down off the shelf, because when that bottle empties, you can run back out to the store and grab another bottle. I mean, Dewar's 12, easy, easy win. Um, yeah. I just think it's such a, a round, robust... Uh, drinker for, like I said, thirty-one dollars. I think is what I saw online. I think you said you even found yeah. it for less for less this locally. Was, this I was mean, twenty-five. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a a no a no-brainer. Yeah, uh, I, I, mean, I there, think there's a reason why this has won over five hundred uh, medals, prize medals for whiskey tasting over the years. It's a reason why it has been appointed to Her Majesty the Queen. Um, as a official provider of Scotch whiskey to the Queen, I mean she has a couple. She has Dewar's, uh, Johnny Walker. Actually, I think that's it. I think she she likes her blended Scotch whiskey. She's a Dewar's and Johnny Walker kind of lady. Can't hate the can't hate the blend, right? No, and and a great great way to say blending isn't bad. No, we know we know blending is not a bad word. That's that's yeah. for sure. Blending is not a bad word. All right. Well, Brent, this has been a lot of fun, and I look forward to our next uh, next time that we can sit down and have a drink um, because I have some fun stuff to talk about. Uh, I know we have, we talked about it off off air, and I, I love to share this with Disney people. So, uh, Brent, you're my people for that. And yes. until cool. next time. This, this will be the first of maybe our, our test run of yeah. the, new, the yeah. new segment. That that'll be it. We'll we'll test run the new segment and we'll we'll see how people like it and we'll you know try it on, see if it fits, and maybe wear it out of the store. Who knows? There you go. You can do so, that here. You can wear it out of the store. <laughs> that's right. That's we'll, even, right. we'll we'll take the security tag off for you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, <coughs> here's here's to everybody out there on the BSA Facebook group. Thank you for sticking with us over the last couple of months. I know it's been a little bit of a hiatus, a little bit of a dry spell, but. Life just life, sometimes doesn't Life has happened. Yeah, life, yep. life happened. Life finds a way. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Yep. So, from all of us here at BSEA, meaning Brant and I, thanks for hanging with us. Thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for sharing this dram. And if you came here to... Oh, fuck. Yeah, it's been a minute. If you came here to learn... Oh, that's right. You do it. If you came here to learn... Drink what you learned. If you came here to share... Share what you drink. If you came in here a stranger... May you exit as a friend. And if you came for an adventure... Drink drink up. up. Cheers, everyone. Cheers, everybody. Cause the way she came and went She took the town and turned it on